What's going on, Mighty Warriors? I'd like to invite you to take a seat and listen up while I share some life experiences that can help you go from merely surviving to thriving. Welcome to Thriving in the Trenches. What's up, Warriors? Welcome to episode 30 of Thriving in the Trenches. That means I've been doing this for 30 weeks straight. That's a lot of consistency. And that's not me trying to pat myself on the back, just more of an acknowledgement that, um, you know, I set out on this task and have been able to stay committed to it for, you know, 30 weeks, 30 episodes. And I'm proud of myself. I'll be honest with you. It's um, getting started was definitely a task because I came up a bunch of unknowns and didn't really know where to even start. I just kind of started watching some YouTube videos, doing a little research, buying equipment, and next thing you know, I'm launching a podcast, Thriving in the Trenches. And uh, to continue with it, throughout all of, you know, work conflicts, different challenges here and there, time constraints, and to really just stay consistent with it, that's, for me, that's a huge win. And, um, as we approach the end of this year, I guess I'm just kind of reflecting back over what this year has been for me. And by and large, it's been great. There's been some ups and downs. That's part of life. Um, as I've talked about on previous podcasts, the challenges are where we truly grow. But it's been such a year of growth and just rising up for me. Um, yeah, and so it's it's great. I feel like I'm in a great place and continuing to move forward. Anyway, so I normally don't really um, go back and forth with my podcast. Like it's usually I just start talking, it's one and done, but I actually recorded about 10 minutes or so of stuff on boundaries for this episode and then was listening to it and my thoughts are really disorganized. So starting again here and uh, hopefully deliver something a little bit more organized <laughs> for you folks out there. Um, I wanted to talk touch more on boundaries. We talked about boundaries last week and, you know, as I grow and change and learn, it's just things are constantly being reevaluated. And one thing I stand by is that boundaries should be concrete, but they should not be immovable. And again, I spoke on that last week, but basically like you set a boundary, you enforce it, and we've got to be consistent on that that enforcement, if we want to be respected, if we want to get the results that we're looking for and accomplish the goal of that boundary in the first place. But I also believe that boundaries can be reevaluated and changed over time. And so <clears throat> that's kind of where we're at. And what I wanted to touch on a little bit more was the side of actually enforcing those boundaries. See, it's, definitely not easy when you change the terms of a relationship. Um, and I'm talking more in setting boundaries with existing relationships. I think it's pretty easy when you meet a new person, whether a friend or like on an intimate level, whatever, like to kind of have your standards and enforce those standards. People either measure up or they don't. No need to allow them closer access to you if they're not a good fit for for what you're trying to accomplish. And that's kind of what I do now is, you know, the, the people that I encounter that 
our potential friends or whatever, they, if they violate boundaries, like they're, my boundaries are there for a reason and this person isn't going to fit. And I don't have any like heartache about that. I don't lose sleep over it. It just kind of is what it is. But when it comes to somebody that we've had in our lives, or maybe we just start enforcing boundaries, just start setting boundaries for ourselves. Um, it gets challenging real fast because essentially for me, it was like, Hey, you know what? You have my permission, not verbally, but through my actions and by me allowing it, you have my permission to call me names when we get in an argument and try to personally attack me or insult me. And again, because of my actions, I've essentially allowed that and given you permission to continue doing it. And then suddenly one day it's like, Hey, you know what? I'm not going to stand for this type of behavior anymore. If you're going to speak to me that way, then there's going to be a consequence associated with that. And you know what? Whatever that consequence is, the first time it's going to be tested. Second time it's going to be tested. Third time it's going to be tested. And it's, it's going to take people some time to really understand that, hey, this guy's serious. Uh, Josh is serious about the boundaries he set. He's going to enforce these boundaries. And those behavior shifts aren't going to happen overnight. I mean, they can. I don't want to say people aren't capable of changing in an instant because I know I have. But it's it's going to take some time. There's going to be some resistance associated with those boundaries. And in some relationships, those boundaries are going to be very difficult. Let's say with a family member, um, with my mom, you know, I've talked about how I keep her at arm's length and I've also talked about how I love her and respect that she, she did the best that she could. But when I first kind of put up that, that fence between us and, and started keeping her at distance, there was a lot of pushback and I, I don't even know if pushback is the right word. It was more that the boundary was just completely ignored. And I had to continually enforce that for probably a solid year before I started to notice any change at all. And even now, sometimes the things that I set up boundaries around, they still pop up from time to time. And I respond the same way that I did initially. But again, it, it took some time of me getting over that or getting over that initial hump. It took some time of me feeling like crap because I was changing my behavior and acting in a way that was uncommon to me. And there were definitely some negative feelings associated with that. What I had to do was keep in mind why I set that boundary in the first place. Do the negative feelings that I was getting without a boundary outweigh the negative feelings that came with a boundary. And for me, without a doubt, like there may be times that I feel a little bit guilty about keeping a, a distant relationship with my mom. I mean, after all, she's my mom, right? But those negative feelings, the guilt that comes up, it's way less intense and way less frequent than what I dealt with in the absence of a boundary. And so, you know, again, on 
on new relationships, new friendships, whatever, those boundaries aren't very difficult to enforce. But as the the depth of that relationship grows, they're going to be more challenging and you're going to be tested more. And I think I've been in situations where, you know, again, looking at family and setting up a boundary, it's like, oh, I feel bad, like I'm doing the wrong thing. And I question myself and second guess myself to the point where I just let that boundary slide. And then the next thing you know, I'm just constantly complaining about the same issue over and over again. And I'm going through the same struggles over and over again. And me as a friend on the receiving end of somebody that would be going through that, like they're venting about the same problem over and over. You know, initially I'm going to listen. If that's what you need me to do, I'm going to listen. After a, a, a round or two of that, I'm going to give my feedback. I'm going to give my input. And if it continues, it's going to get to a point where it's like, hey, look, like all you do is talk about this. Like if you're not going to do anything about it, then then stop trying to make your problem mine. Stop telling me the same story over and over again because I just don't want to hear it anymore. And, you know, I, I use that illustration there, if you will, to um, paint the picture of like pretty much what we do is, you know, there's situations that we will choose to not set a boundary because it hurts, it feels bad, it's mean, whatever. But we keep dealing with the same thing over and over again that's causing us to stress out, that's causing us to struggle, that's causing us to have a bad day, a bad week, a bad month, whatever. You know, being left in tears sometimes. It could be that bad where we're constantly crying or just losing sleep over a situation. And we have to really evaluate that for what it is. We get one shot at this life. That's it. And I know because of my own insecurities and my own shortcomings, in the past, I was willing to let people walk on me for approval. It's like they make me feel like crap, but they're still in my life. They're constantly giving me grief, but they're still in my life. Like they they love me on some level. They accept me on some level. And now that I've grown to a point where it's like, hey, you know what? I love me. I accept me. I value connection with other people, but I'm not going to sacrifice who I am. I'm not going to sacrifice my joy just for your approval. I don't need it. I need, I, I have mine. And bigger than that, I have God's approval, <laughs> you know? So really, am I going to let the approval of one individual or a group of people ruin my day on a consistent basis just for their acceptance? Like I choose absolutely not. And I think even, you know, again, when we're, when we're dealing with family or closer relationships that at some point we've got to be real with ourselves and, and ask the question, like, do I like this struggle? Do I find identity in this struggle? Do I find identity by complaining against about the same thing over and over again, or just constantly having problems along the same lines? And if you do, like, I mean, own it, I guess. I, I wouldn't choose to live that way myself. I don't choose to live that way. And if you find yourself in that position and you choose not to live that way, that's where you have to set up those boundaries. You've got to start putting things in place and it's going to be painful. It's going to hurt. There's going to be resistance. But you have to ask yourself what story you want to tell. 
do you want to tell the story? Uh, you know what? It's tough. Like I had to do this to protect myself. I had to set this boundary and feeling a little rough about it. Or do you want to be telling the same story over and over where it's like, oh, this happened again, this happened again, this happened again, this happened again. It's like a broken record. At some point, you know exactly what's going to happen. I know that if I let my guard completely down and give in to the things that I had to set boundaries around with my mom, then like I'm going to be in the same place. I lived in that place. And that's not what I want for myself. That's not what I choose for myself. So I deal with the occasional like, man, am I being too harsh? Or man, am I, am I being a jerk in this? Like I, I deal with those negative thoughts on occasion that maybe I'm being a little too extreme. But the difference is those are on occasion and they're coming from me and I have 100% power and control over how I respond to them and how long I'm willing to sit in them. Whereas when I give my power away to other people and let them just walk all over me, I'm kind of at their mercy. And at that point, I've chosen to let them dictate the state of my day. So, yeah, just more on boundaries. Again, it, they're, they're tough. And I guess I share this because it's, it's twofold. One is that I think I have a tendency to speak in such a way that makes it seem like all this stuff that I do is easy and I just fly through life without a problem in the world. That's not the case. <laughs> there, there are real struggles associated. And again, the challenges are where we grow. So I accept those. But also when we find ourselves running into the same problem over and over again, I'd venture to say that you'll probably find yourself making excuses for the same person or people that make you feel like that making excuses for why you can't do this or why you can't set this boundary or that boundary you can you just have to deal with a little bit of challenge that comes with that but in my experience in my opinion we're way better on the backside for it and eventually people will change their behavior or They'll be removed or remove themselves from our lives. And even with a family member, it may seem like the worst thing in the world. Like, oh, you know, I'm, I don't have a relationship with my mom anymore. I don't have a relationship with my sister anymore, whatever. But again, was that relationship bringing me anything that was satisfying in life? Was that relationship bringing me anything to help me grow or move forward? Or was it just something that was weighing me down? And these are, these are very difficult choices to make, very difficult steps to take. But at the end of the day, what's your story that you want to tell and what's your life that you want to live? Um, I think that's it for this one. A little bit chaotic, but it's just stuff that's been coming up in and around my life and wanted to share on it. As always, if you have any questions, comments, Feel free to reach out to me at underscore thriving in the trenches on Instagram. Um, it's a public page there. You can check it out. You can obviously leave reviews on this podcast on whatever forum or platform you're listening on. Um, but if you want interaction with me, I'd definitely go through the Instagram page. And that's all I got.
Hope you folks have a great week and know that as you sit right here, right now, that you are enough. You have inherent value that cannot be taken from you. You are loved, you are appreciated, and no matter what you do, it will not take away from the amazing person that you are. That's all I got. Have a great week.